Welcome to Dramas with the Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face masks and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Kay Muse. I'm Carrie Lamachne. And I'm Kay Drama Jen. And don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode we release exclusively for our patrons. Our patrons also get an exclusive invitation to our Discord server, where we chat daily about the dramas we're watching, participate in group watches, and support each other in our drama addiction. So you're not going to recover from your addiction if you join the Discord. I'm just saying my watch list is so long. For sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and if you're really interested in joining us, this is a great time because coming up soon in the month of September is our Patron Appreciation Month. So we are going to have all kinds of extra episodes and perhaps some fun games and swag and some various giveaways um, just to show our appreciation for our VVIPs. So this is a great time to join us. Yes, we are very busy recording so many podcast episodes. <laughs> when we decided this, I was like, oh, yeah, it'll be easy. And now I'm like, oh, we have to record every day for the next <laughs> every Saturday for the next how many weeks? But it's, it's going to be totally worth it. It'll be awesome. Oh, yeah. So mm -hmm. perfect time to come join our Patreon. So today's topic is one that I'm excited about, even though. I kind of ditched you guys, <laughs> but in my defense, I've been working a lot and I just couldn't binge it in a timely manner like you guys were able to binge this. And so we're going to be talking about the Thailand remake of When a Snail Falls in Love. And this is a remake of a Chinese drama, which is an adaptation of an awesome Chinese book novel. And so we're going to kind of talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, how it stood up to the original content, and just discuss everything when a snail falls in love. So to start off this, we're going to do the Thai synopsis. And since I didn't actually watch the Thai version, I'm just going to be asking the questions and kind of throwing in random observations, depending on what y'all say. And because <laughs> what I didn't... I'm most excited about is that there are so many really um, difficult Thai names to pronounce. And I was just, just about to say that... Uh, that's not going to be my strong suit because we all know languages <laughs> are not where I excel at all. Not and even you also a haven't seen this drama, so you don't even necessarily know, have the sounds of like of their names in your head. So mm -hmm. you totally get a pass. But I was even yes. looking at some of the like Thai actors names and thinking, oh boy, I don't know how to say that. But that's why <laughs> I love that they all have like, like nicknames like preach and that's time and that's sun and all these words that I can say <laughs> but we'll, we'll see how this goes and and we'll see all right <laughs> so the Thai synopsis Vita is a rookie genius in psychology psychological research her brain works as if there were a rapid generator in it upon joining the police force she is facing the fate of getting removed due to her weak snail-like physique since captain is it proc or proch well i just always call him the captain yeah all right since captain. the captain is the only one that can help her vita tries everything to get the captain to take her in as hers as his mentee as the captain of the police investigators team oh investigators team mm -hmm. the captain is one of the few brilliant experienced and skilled investigators at first, he does not take a liking to Vita, besides both are not on the same page regarding how to deal with cases. However, having joined hands and solved a series of cases, the captain begins to fancy this innocent yet witty mentee of his. Alas, Vita, who is an emotionally intelligent as a snail, does not feel his love. <laughs> that that's highly edited from the mdl version but i didn't change everything so okay did they just give too much detail a little bit they, they i noticed that far. they do give a lot of spoiler details in thai mm -hmm. 
descriptions. But that seems to be pretty much the synopsis similar to the Chinese. Let's see, here's the Chinese synopsis. Detective Jibai has to train a new recruit, the criminal prof profiler, Susu. Although she is great at determining one's thoughts, she doesn't know how to interact with people. But that's not the reason why Jibai intends to fire her. She's very talented in the art of profiling, yet lacks in physical ability, running as slowly as a snail. Still impressed by each other's abilities, the teacher-student pair slowly fall in love in the midst of their investigations. Yeah, pretty similar. Yeah, it's pretty I similar. Mm -hmm. That's a better synopsis just all around, I think. Mm -hmm. But I, the only difference is I'm not sure they they call her specifically a profiler in no, the Thai version. Whereas in the other one, she's definitely described as a profiler. Mm -hmm. I mean, her behaviors within the show and, you know, like her role, she definitely kind of acts like she's a profiler, but she's, she more like can recreate the scene in her mind. Yeah. Um, she just has that instant memory, like the, yeah. that. What and do you call it when really you, yeah, yeah. Infer and pull things together. So, mm -hmm. but in that sense, they're very similar. I think like the, the, at least the synopsis for both is similar. And yep. since I refuse to say these names, because uh, there's <laughs> no way <laughs> we're just going to not give their actual names. We can write them down maybe in the synopsis <laughs> in the, the outline, but I'm not even going to try to say their names because that I would be mean. <laughs> Fair enough. I will say I found it interesting as I was researching a little bit. The captain is played by a Thai Taiwanese actor. And so he's actually the main lead in the C-drama My Girlfriend is an Alien. Which yes. I did enjoy. I did too. Yeah. And I was I hadn't watched it. I'd seen trailers. And so in it was bugging me because I was like, he looks familiar and I don't know why. And then I put that together. It's like, oh, well, mm. that would do it. Yep. That makes sense. All right. Interesting. So we're going to start with some non-spoilers. And then, of course, as usual, we're going to jump into full spoiler territory. So those of you who have not watched the drama quite yet, either version, you'll get a little bit of a feel of what it's all about. So we're going to start with asking, did we watch the Chinese version or read the book? And I can say yes to both, even <laughs> though I have not watched this version. So and. If I had to choose out of the two, I liked the book better because I loved reading that book. Mm -hmm. So for me, um, I don't think I read the book, but I definitely watched the Chinese version and it was quite a while ago. So it is long enough ago that I didn't feel like I was like rewatching the same drama. So um, even though the kind of the, the plot is very similar, um, at least from the synopsis, I felt like this was very fresh in many different, in many ways. So um, yeah, so I did watch the Chinese version. But I don't think I read the book. And I watched the Chinese version not long after you guys watched it, if I remember right. And then somebody made me read the book. It was either K-Muse or Seolkita. Somebody made me read the book and I was very happy to because it kind of clarified some of the more subtle things that had happened. I have Chinese to drama. agree. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like I read the book back when I was watching the, what was the first drama by this author? It was the one where you weren't sure if he was the psychopath with um, Hugi. Um, uh, look it up. Hang up. I, I know Jen watched it with me and she came in as his like assistant or whatever. And he oh, was yeah. a profiler, but everyone wasn't sure if he was a killer or not. Do you remember Is that? that? The... So you think you're in love or can you fall in love or something oh, like that? I, yeah. So you anyway, I actually think maybe I did read the book. I feel like you made me read the book. I think I've watched possibly. the Chinese version and read the book. So I watched that and then read the book. And then at that point, the When a Snow Falls in Love was just being translated by fans into English. So I read the book of when a snail falls in love and then maybe like a year later they made the the drama from it but it helped so much understanding so many of the details because in the dramas they combined a lot of the cases so they're kind of smushed together so there's not as much distinction and backstory 
And so it really helped read the book to understand a lot of like his history with the past characters that were just thrown into when you watch the drama. And mm-hmm. so it, it made understanding everything quite a bit easier. May I ask a clarifying question? Yes. Was the Chinese drama, was this the one that had the turtle? Yes. Like the little, um, yeah, the little notes with the pictures on them and stuff. Was oh, it like the turtle? No, that was the one that I was just telling you about oh, where he okay. was the possible serial killer. And yes. everyone was a little concerned that he wasn't just a profiler. He was a killer. Okay. And he was creepy. Yeah. That's the one with the turtle. <laughs> that's the one with the turtle. Okay. Yes. It's been a while. So, um, yeah. Yes. So obviously I was the one that watched that with you. Um, yes. Here I have a, you know, mind like a sieve. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it was like 10 years ago. Like it was right after Nirvana and fire because when Kay and Hugi were both the actors in Nirvana and Fire, and we were really big on them at that time. And so, oh my gosh, were, and yeah, these were one of right them, after. There was one time where I was able to attend the annual Drama Fever Awards, and I swear he was there. Um, Maybe. Because I remember being like, I. This is crazy. Which one, Wen Kai or no? Um, Hugi. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. This is like <laughs> totally irrelevant, especially track. because anyone who's listening, like, if they started watching dramas later, they're probably like, "What drama fever? What are you talking about?" <laughs> but or these prob- dramas probably aren't even on their radar. However, right. they are really good, so go watch them. <laughs> I believe they are all still on Vicky, if I recall, all of the ones we were just kind of chatting about randomly. So let's make sure that we list them in the show notes because yeah. we have a tendency to discuss and then not necessarily like clarify the name of the drama. I know this because I was recently listening to one of our podcasts and I was like, I was like, wait, I was there. And I totally have no idea what drama we're talking about. <laughs> so, sorry, yes, everyone. We'll, we'll fix it. that. Okay. Okay. Quick side note: I did my research on MDL. Are you guys talking about the Disguiser? No, that is also with both of those actors, but a completely okay. different drama. Where that one was <laughs> awesome. They are in like right during World War II with the occupation, and there's all kinds of spies and counter spies and anti. Japan and all kinds of cool stuff, but that's a different one. Same actors are in that one as they are in Nirvana and Fire. And then right after that, they both did these two dramas, each of them the lead in one of them by the same author that wrote both of them. Okay. Cause I'm trying to find it and I'm just, yeah, I'm right. struggling. One second. The, author. Now, the author is the person who wrote the novel wrote both yeah. novels that these dramas were based on. And that was Ding Mo, according to the internet. Yes. Interminets. And so. very good mystery romance novels. Really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I'm going to, I'll go and I'll love me it. if you dare. Yeah. Love me. That's if what you it was. Cause you guys you made dare. me do it. And you made me to watch, watch it. And I like got halfway through. I'm like, you guys. So. I but it was worth it. It was epic. It was epic. It was more than I could take because I think it was like right after I watched when I, when a snail falls in love, so it was a lot going on. But yes, it's available on Vicky and Prime. So, yeah, love me if you dare. Okay, so okay. back to um, the Thai version <laughs> of <laughs> when a snail falls in love. Why did we start this drama? And I think it's because I made you both watch it <laughs> and then I failed. <laughs> I love y'all <laughs> <laughs> so so much. No, I'd been I had heard about it coming out, and I was just interested because I don't think I've watched anything Thai before. So I was like, okay, I really liked the oh. Chinese drama. I loved the book, so why not? Because there'd been enough years that I could forget all the details, yes. and I wouldn't compare so much. So for me, this was, um, in fact, 
I have proof because I know that I said it like on a podcast because I had listened to, I've been watching um, the F4. So that was a tie remake mm-hmm. of Boys Over Flowers. Yeah. And then and, I mentioned that this was going to be available. And then Muse is like, yeah. you know, they're going to do a, you know, um, Snail Falls in Love remake coming up. And I was like, oh, I am there. <laughs> so that's why. There and I watched I really episode one. Them. And it was good. <laughs> I I just haven't quite gotten back to it yet. So did you guys have any expectations going in? And and I'm interested to hear about Carrie because she hadn't ever watched any Thai shows before. No remakes, no BLs, no the the old ones where you'd have like kidnapped women and they'd get Stockholmed. So this is her first Thai experience. <laughs> oh my gosh. What are those called? Um, um drama or licorns or licorns? Yeah, licorn. Licorn. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But but they, they again, they're not as as no, problematic no, no. as they used to be. Thank goodness. <laughs> it used to be like, I'm gonna kidnap you. I'm gonna say I'm gonna rape you, and now fall in love with me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's... uh <laughs> But. For me going in, I was looking forward to this remake because I actually tend to really enjoy Thai remakes. Um, so I was thinking like, this is this could be really good. And then the introduction of the girl who plays the snail, of, for the Vida, mm-hmm. um, I at first was like, hmm, I'm not sure. And then I really quickly warmed up to her. Mm-hmm. She makes it really easy. And since this is a brand new genre to me, I had no expectations. I was going in with just nothing except I know this was a really good mystery that I enjoyed. And so hopefully they'll do well with the mystery this time. And so there were a couple of times when I messaged Jamber where I was like, is the production supposed to be like this? Am I missing something? Do I have a bad copy? And she's like, no, <laughs> this is actually big budgeted for Thailand. I, I know like, oh. it is. <laughs> yeah. Me. So, but that did not bother me because I didn't have any expectations. I had no idea what I was getting into. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, it worked out well. So how is the cinematography? <laughs> you kind of just answered that. <laughs> but yeah, the episode that I watched, I thought it was quite good for a tight show. I mean, they had, uh, they had a museum set that wasn't, didn't look just like an empty room. So, <laughs> you know, progress. <laughs> And it had an outdoor set that didn't look like a campus. So once again, progress. Um, so it was fun. I Again, I guess I don't really notice the awkward transitions as much because I expect them. Mm-hmm. So maybe someone going into it without knowing the, the style might notice those more. But for me, it's like, oh, okay, yay. This isn't too bad. So... Yeah. So the industry is growing and maturing then. I think just they're getting more international notice, just like all other Asian uh, cinema industries at the time, just with Netflix. It's like a huge difference in who's watching the shows internationally. And so I I think they're definitely putting more money in because there's more money to be made. Mm -hmm. At least that's my opinion of most country's cinema now okay that's fair i mean kind of a global effect due to netflix and everything else yeah yeah and for me like i said i had no expectations there were some rough transitions in the first early episodes where like it almost like action got cut off almost in the middle instead of prior to the action happening so i'm like did that jump what happened did i miss something (laughs) so to know that it was just the editing's not as seamless as others that I've watched, but I, it wasn't enough. It was just because it was a new experience for me that I noticed it. It wasn't enough to detract from the story. And honestly, the middle was really, really well done. And I liked, I think one of the things that I liked about the cinematography too is I got very much a sense of Thailand because like, you know, you get those cityscape shots and you see those Thai temples out in the distance, the, the, the white kind mm. of pyramid-like things. And it get, it very much gave me the essence of what I imagined Thailand to be, just because, just from what I've seen from pictures. And so I appreciated that. 
Well, as you all know, um, as the resident expert on cinematography, <laughs> I clearly have lots to say about this. Um, number one, I, yeah, I guess I just was, I watch for the story. And so um, I am used to watching other Thai shows where um, I actually, I guess I kind of thought this was actually a pretty good one, good version of the editing. <laughs> I know, um, right? <laughs> so, and I actually thought that the there's an opening scene where they are in the museum. Um, mm -hmm. And I was actually very impressed. Um, there's some scenes a little, a little later where they, I don't want to give spoilers, but basically, you know, there's some people that they're rescuing and they're in this like, enclosed area and i was like oh yeah this is more like that like where where it's mostly <laughs> empty except for like you know one thing in the middle um but for the most part like it didn't distract me it was fine um and i do love that we get to see um kind of like day by day sort of like um sorry like street scenes and you know those kinds of things and i i enjoy that so it kind of makes me remember back in the day that's kind of how chinese shows used to be back before the government started really financing and putting money behind them we'd mm -hmm. have those really awkward like cut off scenes or they would cut off for the episode like right in the middle oh. of like dialogue do you remember that jen yeah yeah. Or so. even actually even Korean dramas, like the early ones where they were rushing to like edit them. Oh, yeah. So that they, they were could... like editing them like hours before they were. They right. Were so they could release them. them. Out. Yeah. Um, so there were some awkward things and yes. stuff that got mixed, missed and stuff that got rushed that, you know, that maybe there was some other dialogue, but they didn't have time to record right. it. <laughs> and so. Yeah, P drama watchers nowadays do not know how lucky they are. They get back in more our of day. A complete, <laughs> they get much more of a complete yeah. concept and product than we did back twenty years ago. So. I mean, but we, you know, had that opportunity to just try to put the pieces together like a puzzle. So, or you know, like when you couldn't find your like they split it up into like four small segments and you couldn't like find segment three. So you oh, had that was to the like worst skip yes. from two to four and try to like, I'd be like, I'm what sure happened? something must've happened between here and here because suddenly they're now kissing and before they weren't. Yeah, and but, yeah. but it's nowhere. You can't find it on yep. any of the sketchy sites. <laughs> and you're just like, no. Yeah. Sorry. As we, we run this, ancient. like old people. I just, I <laughs> Do you remember when we had to hunt and gather for our three <laughs> drama? <laughs> oh, goodness. When you had to go to the Asian grocery store to pick up your videotapes. That's right. Yeah. That's what I've heard. I, our, I did not do that. Our VHS uh, Betamax tapes no. <laughs> that, that we order and then suddenly they're in the wrong uh, region and we're like, <laughs> no, foiled. <laughs> I never did that. I, I you know, I didn't I did either, but I, I do know internets. some people who did. Yes. Um, but yeah. All right going on <laughs> what was our first impression of vita as the snail or the the actress that played vita as the snail she was awesome i liked her in the first episode just saying she totally worked for me i liked that it felt different than what we got in the chinese version and still the same character but different enough where i wasn't comparing yeah, that for me in the be very beginning, I found it a little jarring because she's really little, especially mm -hmm. in comparison to Captain. And but so is um, the girl that played her yes, in the Chinese version. Absolutely. Remember, is that girl that was really short in everything? But I think the way she carried herself, there was just something about her that at first I was like, I don't know. And then she would just like stare with those great big eyes mm -hmm. and I was like huh I don't and then I really quickly warmed up to her and then in later scenes where she has to sort of play a part 
you can absolutely see like, wow, what an incredible actress, because the difference between those scenes is, is pretty incredible. And we can mm-hmm. talk about that more in the spoilers. Yes, we will. And I really liked her just because she could do that flipping so well, but also because yeah. in the Chinese version, version, she's very, the snail is very retiring and almost hiding where she's very confident. She's just, her EQ is very low. So she doesn't know how to relate to people. And so I, I liked that interpretation of the snails that she just doesn't quite understand social interaction rather than just being super shy. It kind of reminded me of like the character in Bones, like the main girl that's in Bones, mm-hmm. how she just has bad EQ, but yeah. she's confident in her abilities. Yes. So if anyone in the Western side watches that show, it's kind of a similar character. Just, you know, she has different strengths and doesn't quite know how to interact with people socially. Mm-hmm. Right. So what about our leading man? Did you like this actor as the captain? So did you? I did. He was hot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I didn't get much past that just in episode one. I, you know, I just saw the early on interactions Mm -hmm. between the two. And I, I loved that opening scene where she thinks he's a bomber. And that was great. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was just great. And she's all like trying to, to alert the the people and everyone's like you're an idiot girl go away whatever you know and she's like (laughs) and screaming it out to everyone to try to to stop what's going on and it was a great scene Mm -hmm. um I felt physically he definitely fit the character Uh, so even though I didn't get to see extensively I felt that I didn't I wasn't constantly comparing him to Mm -hmm. or Kai because so. Wong Kai, when he was introduced in the Chinese version, like he was overseas and he was doing like it was almost a Jason Bourne-esque introduction for him. Yeah, was he, was, he was much more international agent kind of guy where mm-hmm. this guy seems just like, well, he's the top of the police force. You know, he's yeah. the golden boy. Yeah, the homegrown hero. Yes. And I thought he did really well in that. And like his achievements for his age were believable. But also the age gap was smaller between him and the snail. And I appreciated that, too, just because it felt a little awkward. I mean, I got over it, obviously, because I love the Chinese when when a snail falls in love. But that one was a little bit more of an age gap. And so it felt a little more awkward. And this one felt more natural. Like how big an age gap was there between them? Because I just felt like he always feels like he runs a little mature. Mm-hmm. Just as an actor, like his visuals are more mature than a lot of the actresses. So not that he's like old, oh. old, but I feel like he just ru- feels more mature because he has that strong jaw and just has a more <laughs> older visual. Yeah, according to you know Danielle, I mean? they're only four years apart. So and sh- and she definitely looks like very young. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just a matter of he looks a little older and more mature and she looks a little younger, <laughs> like she could be in high school. Yeah. So I thought that he actually played this role really well. I really thought mm-hmm. he was well suited for it. He is able to kind of give like he has that hardened kind of edge to him, but yet he's really like really sweet as well and you can I thought this actor did a great job of kind of letting us see how his past like trauma and experiences have really influenced him as Mm -hmm. the captain and so um I really thought he did a great job in this role I really and I would love to see him in more things same 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 all right, so we're going to start on some spoilers. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Did the story <laughs> seem to stay pretty close to the source material? And I can't answer this because I only saw episode one and the basics are the same. But I liked that the intro to the characters felt very fresh and different. Mm-hmm. So I can't say later on, but that impressed me that I knew it was the same 
story arc, but it felt unique and it wasn't like dialogue, dialogue, scene by scene, the exact same. So it's been long enough since I've seen the original that I'm not sure if I, if I know, like there were certain things that were familiar, but then there were definitely like whole sections where I was like, huh, that's new. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Like whole sections. Um, So I would say that, you know, it stayed close to the source material in like the sense of the, like who those characters are, but Mm -hmm. different sort of pieces to the story yeah that's kind of what I remember yeah that's kind of the feeling I got too because like her friendship with the rich girl who was supposed to be the victim in that one case and then ends up dying at the hands of her family yeah that's why this is in the spoiler section yes um you know that part I remembered because it was equally as confusing in the drama and then I remembered reading the book and it was more clear and I felt like it became more clear and like the Thai interpretation was more clear than the Chinese drama interpretation was. I was less lost. But then the other cases, like even the Luger case, I'm like, I don't remember this. And it's like the overarching case for the entire thing. So I I feel kind of bad about that. (laughs) Again, like I think that's what I had the biggest issue with the Chinese one is just that friendship and the family and all that there was so much more in the book described about all those details and Mm -hmm. so when they just like jump straight in and don't give any background in the drama it was super confusing and so I'm glad that they kind of shifted that a little bit in this one or at least made it slightly more clear Mm because I felt that was so confusing in the Chinese show like you could like logistically jump just like well, I guess this is what they mean, but not understanding it completely. Yeah. It felt confusing to me that, or very sudden because with the, with the character of Sen, where like she, it felt like they had known each other before, but really here, like she just meets him because she's like saved his sister's life or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. If didn't it feel like he sort of I don't know like there was more to awkward. it like um, maybe they cut out some stuff or just I, no I think they just they decided just to do it that play it that way but mm. I was just kind of like huh okay he got yeah, I, really attached really quickly yeah <laughs> right like I was like, as one is yeah. want to do <laughs> sure <laughs> I mean I don't know about you but like if somebody saves me and my sister from, you know, death by uh, blades that are in the gr- on the ground or whatever, I too would would you know stalk them and want them to to be mine. So does Sean have to worry? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as long as I don't trip and fall on some like nasty uh, like saw blades, then I think we're good. I think so. I mean, how often do you go jogging in the park? You know, that's also a really good point. Um, (laughs) So I'm pretty sure we're safe. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. But is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because then you won't meet a random hottie (laughs) saving you from a twisted killer's murder plot. I mean, yeah, when you put it that way, I guess I should take up jogging. <laughs> but for the sake of your marriage, maybe you should jog with your husband. Well, well but then what if he dies? Yeah, what oh, if that's he falls problem. on the yeah. saw blade? Like He doesn't even be... know the rules of drama. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so true. <laughs> he has watched enough. Like, I do believe that he would know that he would need to fall onto somebody with his lips. Um, <laughs> so... And maybe not trust anyone in a black hat and of course not and tank top yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. for sure. All right. All right. What was our question? Because now I'm totally lost. <laughs> did the story stay close to the okay. source material? I've already answered. And, what and I, did I we? <laughs> Obviously did, not. Did we? No. <laughs> I think we stayed close to our source material. <laughs> so 
Next question. What did we think of our OTPs meet queue at the museum? And I've already said, I loved it. It was so fresh. It was fun. And it really gave you a lot of energy with both characters that I loved. Mm -hmm. I agree because I think it took a long time to introduce in the Chinese drama. I don't mean to keep comparing, but it's there anyway. Cause you know, we had a whole segment with Wong Kai out in Bangladesh or where he, wherever he was conducting his undercover work. And then we meet her and it kind of, you know, there was a lot of focus of, on him at the beginning. Whereas this was more equal. We saw them both at the beginning because they were at the same exhibit for this recovered ornament. And, you know, and, you know, she bites him. She stops him from supposedly planting a bomb and he's mad at her because she totally tanked his undercover, his private undercover operation. And that's definitely a story to share with the kids once they're old enough. Very true. Yeah, I like so it. I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was kind of adorable, um, especially when she's like jumping on his back and, um, <laughs> you know, trying trying to stop him and holding onto his leg and um i think that was a fun and even leaf. after where she's like giving detailed description of what he looks like and you have to put an apb on him now and then he walks up over to her and she's like and this is like, the guy <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole thing was adorable agreed so mm -hmm. how did send the playboy suit the narrative was he believable or did the cases he is involved in ask too much of him uh, examples sawblade serial killer and his cousin's death yeah about send the playboy i felt like maybe we were asking a little too much like i i felt like a lot of his scenes were i don't know like they just didn't feel authentic to me mm -hmm. um so i didn't i didn't love this as a part of the narrative to be honest yeah because it felt like a forced love triangle and it wasn't ever going to be a love triangle because it was ever just the snail and the captain and Sen's persistence I mean yeah it's fun and he has resources and he shares them with Vita and helps her with some cases but just the fact that he's always hanging around like I don't know if somebody did that in the U.S. they'd get booted they'd probably actually get some jail time for being around the police as much and interfering as much as he did. And so, and then to have him so closely tied to those first couple of cases and then just to keep him around, I don't know. I mean, I understood the point he was supposed to be the clown and kind of the comic relief, but they also stuck him in those very serious ca cases where he was supposed to carry a lot of emotional baggage and that balance didn't work out well in my That's opinion. That's exactly how I felt. Yes. Like, there was death and there was like there were really heavy heavy things mm -hmm. and I felt like he was just sort of like clownish you know like it just didn't it didn't ring true for me yeah same but was he cute that's the important thing mm -hmm. uh, not really because I don't remember if I ever saw him so so he was nope. disposable, not cute. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> the not quite love triangle between Vida and the captain and Sen, did we like it? I think we pretty much answered that. No, no, it wasn't a good part of the story. It was, there was never a triangle. Like, yeah. nope, I just felt Well, like... and is she smart enough to know there's a triangle if there's a triangle? <laughs> oh, yeah. Cute then... enough. No, Sen makes it obvious. Like, you can have an EQ uh, of zero and pick up on his hints. He was yes. very clear. Okay. Clearly and over the top and just, it wasn't, it was, I'm not sure. It was too much. Like, yeah. I oh, it was way too was much. Important. Yeah. All right. So how did our OTEP's chemistry measure up to the Chinese version? Like, did, was there good romance? Like, yes. So I, I. I'm having a hard time remembering some of the Chinese version. I just remember how I felt. I don't remember specific scenes, but mm -hmm. I actually thought that these two had really great chemistry. Um, there were some moments where just the way he looked at her um, were like, it was pretty swoony. So mm -hmm. I would say they had quite good chemistry. Yeah, I would say it's definitely more memorable than the Chinese OTP just okay. because... 
they did have a more natural chemistry i felt i there was a lot of protecting the weak going on in the chinese version whereas this was more of a relationship of equals even though she's she's not physically capable until he kind of takes her under his wing they they still match better I, I don't well, know how to explain it. I don't but. even remember there being a lot of romance. I remember there was a lot about the police force. And mm-hmm. uh, again, a lot of the propaganda stuff that we're kind of used to, like pride of the police force and being all together as a unit and doing like working as a team. I remember a lot of teamwork stuff, but mm-hmm. not any like smooches or super swoony moments i think it was more implied that they were falling in love than the visual oh we're in love we're a couple now stuff if i recall from the chinese show yeah or, i think i remembered the only kiss they showed in the chinese version was the final one where he wakes up from his coma and honestly that was not pretty to watch because it looked like he was eating her face literally <laughs> just like, well, we don't do that <laughs> yeah so it would not take a lot to be more swoony Let's just say that as pretty as yeah. the, the cast was in the other one. Exactly. So. Yeah. This one felt more naturally developed. Chemistry wise, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So the Luger case was woven throughout the drama, giving Captain a nemesis and a tragic background. Do we feel that it was handled well? So I liked the continuity that it provided because Luger was, I mean, Luger ended up being a huge part because he was a shadowy criminal mastermind who had a whole bunch of different schemes going. And so it wasn't just a one and done takedown. It was more of kind of the Hydra approach. You take down one crime and then you realize it's tied to like two other rings of crime. And so they had a, they had a lot going on there. And the, the tragic background that it gave to captain was kind of, I don't know. It kind of worked because his best friend died trying to take down Luger. But then, I don't know, K-Muse, are you going to finish this or do you want spoilers? <laughs> Go for the spoilers because, again, I'm not, I someday I probably will. It's not going to be anytime soon because I have so much to watch just to get ready for the episode podcast we're recording for mm-hmm. our VVIP September episodes. So it won't be soon. Okay. All right. So then having the best friend turn out to have survived the blast that should have taken out him and Luger and then him becoming Luger, except then he wasn't because actually their captain or their chief was Luger. I'm just like, like the overall concept was good. It was just the actual Luger was kind of convoluted and manipulated to suit their purposes. And I couldn't figure out like the true motivation. Like, Wait, you're going to tell me that his, like, bestie friend there Mm -hmm. didn't, like, felt that he'd been abandoned during the blast or whatever and was jealous of his friend or whatnot over the years. And so now he's going to turn to a life of sex trafficking and drug dealing and, like, and espionage or whatever it is he was doing like really yeah that like, did that never just, made sense again it didn't ring true no that was that was probably the most poorly written part because this kid you know captain's childhood friend he was so morally upright and yeah he lived in captain's shadow but there was also was also a little bit of hero worship there it's why it's the whole reason why the best friend went into the police force is because he wanted to be with his friend And for him to make this kind of 180 was completely out of character because he believed in protecting the people. So why would he turn around and become a criminal mastermind just because he was left for dead? Because Captain, that wasn't even Captain's fault. He passed out. He woke up like three days later. So how none of that made sense. That was not they need an editor. I'm not volunteering, but they need an editor. Well, and in the Chinese version, was it like the captain or his boss or something? I'm trying to remember. I want to say or it was, was his it, boss. Was it? Okay. Because I remember thinking it was really weird because usually they don't make the bad guys part of the police force. Mm-hmm. Or it might have been like his retired boss or it was something where it was slightly removed from mm-hmm. 
the honor of the police. Well, we get both that, you know, like, but this was just one of those things where, I mean, this bestie friend, like he has a child, like in a mock jong it up. They (laughs) totally mock jong this like crazy, like. I just couldn't understand it, like, because he ended up, like, taking care of the the grandmother, you know, like, mm-hmm. or was it, I don't know, she the mom? The grandma, anyway. The, and She was, like, a neighborhood auntie, I think, that knew them both. But, no, I think she was actually the captain's grandma, but she was auntie to the rest of the neighborhood boys. And then there was the child who lived with her, and, mm-hmm. like, come on. So. wasn't the kid wasn't that his baby sister though the captain's baby sister i thought it was the i thought it was the daughter of his best friend <laughs> so clearly they so, made that really clear that was very confusing oh my gosh now i'm gonna have to go back and watch because <laughs> <laughs> who even knows but honestly like no matter what it doesn't make any like the whole thing doesn't make a lot of sense Mm-mm. that was not structured well yeah All right. So did you guys have a favorite scene when it comes to the romance? Was there anything that was super swoony? So for me, the thing that was really sweet and swoony was, I mean, there were a lot of really cute, like sweet moments. Um, Mm -hmm. But one of the scenes that's really just really standing out for me was they were, they had to go like undercover to this like jewelry auction Mm -hmm. and so she came as his he told everyone it was like his girlfriend and so at this point in the drama they're not dating but you can tell that he's starting to see her that way but she's so clueless like not at Mm -hmm. all so she read up on how to like flirt so that she could kind of get the attention of this one um you know bad guy or whatever Mm-hmm. And so she dressed the part. She, you know, f- flirted. She, and then she um, wanted to make sure that it appeared that they really were a couple. So, like, she, somebody came to the door and she went into the room and came out, like, wearing a bathrobe with her hair all tousled and everything. And um, it was those little moments where you could see that he is totally into her. And she's still completely oblivious. She's just sort of like, you know, she sees him as captain who's going to help her like improve her physical fitness. Um, She's not there yet. And he's totally there. Mm -hmm. I liked it. Or I liked when they were doing the team building and they had those obstacle courses. And before she had made stickers for everybody to wear as badges on their on their collars. And then she didn't make one for him. And he was so put out because he's like, aren't I part of a team? And you can tell he mm-hmm. wanted the attention from her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, you're a judge. You have to be neutral. You don't get a sticker. <laughs> and it was just... I loved it. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, oh. And then when they went to go visit his grandma. And so she and the little girl were sharing a bedroom upstairs. And the little girl was asking about their relationship. But the floorboards had gaps between them. And he was in the living room below just listening to her answers. And they'd progressed in their yes. relationship. And so she was talking about how she did like the captain, something like that. Just kind of kind of confirming that, yes, that she likes him and and doesn't mind the fact that she could be a part of his family and things like that. And just the little smile on his face. And I'm like, that was kind of cool. And also, wow, those floorboards are really thin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There were, I actually thought that this drama, like, it really was their chemistry and those cute moments that actually made it enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, I did also enjoy like the way she pieced things together and then the way he started to re- really respect that about her and bring that out, you know, and celebrate that. Um, those pieces made were in, an, in that sense, it was actually swoony. Like, because he could really see her and her value. And he made a point of, like, sharing that. I loved that. I haven't met any of the side characters, but you guys have. So who was your favorite side character? My favorite side character was the future sister-in-law, the blind sister-in-law. 
who is loves to bake mm-hmm. and I just I just loved her like I just I don't know why but I really loved just I don't know I loved everything about her she was sweet but she didn't let anybody get away with anything especially yeah. not Vita's brother yeah she was great she My- had like steel kind of you know like he wronged her and Mm -hmm. she didn't put up with that and I really yeah I liked it yeah she yeah she she was great my favorite side character moment I was digging because I had to find his name was Mr. Hahn who is the oldest policeman on their little investigator force and they go they have to have they have to make a deal with one of Luger's like associates or something. And we know they know that Luger's going to bring a sniper. And so they're like, is somebody on our team a sniper? And Mr. Hahn mm. is. And so he has one of the junior detectives watching his back and he, and he lines up his shot and like everything's executed perfectly, but you can see the pride on his face because he got to do something that he was really good at. Like that whole segment was so well played and they lit, led into it because they had a, a paintball activity before or some or laser tag before yes and and, you know they had mentioned that he was a sharpshooter but then to get to see him use it and to be so good at it and save them in that moment like that was a shining character moment for him and it was really really cool agreed well i was just gonna say i liked him and then i went through a period of time where i was like or do (laughs) i like him (laughs) right except then it turned out that yes we really did like him. yes i really do like him yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) so how do we feel about the case of two serial killers enabling each other and both are in love with the same policewoman that sounds complicated that is messed up okay it was like ridiculous also like in it i felt like there were so many like coincidences and like oh i just happened my First of all, my brother has just happened to have dated this woman who is was killed, who I saved at one point in time, and then her her cousin is now pursuing me, right? So we have that. And then mm-hmm. we have, oh, this member of the police force is um happened to also used to date this serial killer. Oh, this serial killer that she used to date is be- has befriended this other man who is obsessed with. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like living living in one of those British murder murder mystery villages where everybody dies. It's just like, how do you all connect this way? But anyway, it's like how many people from the choir have to die before the other <laughs> members of the choir think, huh? Maybe it's one of us. Right. <laughs> I love those. Sorry. Those always crack me up. It's all like, hmm, this little teeny town and half of the choir is now dead. <laughs> exactly. Drowned in vats of jam or whatever it is. <laughs> really? Why would anyone move there? Yep. All right. But yeah. Oh, Sorry. but Machne, what did you think? I thought it was ridiculous and I thought it like it was interesting in a way because you know the one guy they almost caught him and the police woman was actually his girlfriend at the time she was protesting his in his innocence and he supposedly had killed himself except then he shows up three years later and she still thinks he's innocent but then no it turns out he's a co-conspirator with this other serial killer and they had just been raising the death rate at this nearby nursing home for three years hiding their proclivities and I guess one of them just had to break out and yeah, I just, Oh, it was so much. But the important question is, was either of them attractive? (laughs) Uh, They were mid. That's how the kids would say, right? I don't know. Do my kids say that? (laughs) I don't know. My kids always say weird things. (laughs) Like that. They like to do phrases and then like get other people to say the new phrases Rather Uh, than do things like sus or mid or whatever. Yeah. So my kids are weird. So I have no clue what the little chillins are are saying nowadays. (laughs) Well, my now 18-year-old would label them as mid. Not attractive, not ugly, just mid. 
Yeah. Like mm-hmm. your basic next door killer. Yeah. Yeah. All they right. were not, I wouldn't say they would li- make the list of hot serial killers, honestly. Okay. No. So in other words, I don't have to watch this show. <laughs> no. No. no don't. All right. So Vita undercover. I hear there are so many thoughts. <laughs> Share them now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we have mostly just her ability, our actress's ability to flip from our very robotic Vita to a very warm and flirtatious personality. That was really cool. And the way that she used it undercover, I think it was almost a little too good because I don't think Vita would be able to. Yeah, I'm like, is that realistic, though? Because if she doesn't understand enough social cues to function, I'm not quite sure someone would understand social interactions enough Mm. to go undercover. So she but she studied like they Mm -hmm. show her studying different things to try and you can see her Mm, kind of processing it and trying it. Mm -hmm. And but but then I don't understand I she, why she doesn't try just in her regular life. Well, yeah, but to. she wasn't that. I mean, she was playing a part. Mm-hmm. So she was sort of like, I mean, I actually thought she did pull that off pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the transformation between like, you know, she has her hair slicked back in a ponytail day by day. But then like she she was beautiful, like and I didn't necessarily see that when she was like with her, cause she has like, she keeps her eyes really wide and she's, <laughs> you know, like, and then she's playing this role where she's, you know, wearing a beautiful dress and, and just warmer and softer. And I was like, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then later on in the series, she actually starts wearing dresses to work. And I'm like, is that actually fully appropriate? Can you <laughs> run in that? Yeah. But- that, that yeah. was her, her problem, not a me problem. But yeah, yeah. so it was kind of interesting because it kind of, it made me think about masking and how a lot of people who are neurodivergent have to mask to fit into society. And so that's mm-hmm. kind of what she was doing was donning her mask to fit in to do this undercover work. And then with the police force, she was accepted and she could go back to being herself. Yeah, I thought so. I have to laugh, like Kay Muse has an opinion on this and she hasn't even seen it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I have tons of opinions. I know, I but like see things. <laughs> I mean, like I can just tell you what I think. I don't have to have seen it. <laughs> I, well, I was just going from your guys's explanations of her. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I so, actually, you know, I do think that because we can see her like studying and then there were a few moments where you could see that the actress herself was like trying to do it as if there's still Vita shining through. Like, I actually mm-hmm. thought she did a pretty good job with this. So, we're here to discuss the ending. What did you guys like? What did you guys not like? Was it different than the ending in the Chinese version? Because didn't they, like, go to Thailand or the Philippines or something in the Chinese version? I can't mm. remember the Chinese version. I remember I... they went out of the country and it was on a train. Yeah. All I know is that we sort of had an ending where it looked like, you know, everybody was going to kind of have their happily ever after. Like, so the, the, diff- the people coupled up and we have like babies are born and children are born and like m- weddings and yay. And I think think i would have been happier if i just turned it off at that point <laughs> oh well, so, so what did about they all get murdered no, no 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 no. okay but what about the chief being luger like taking his turn and like turning everything upside down because he's he wants his wife to get this illegal transplant um because yeah. that was before the wedding true wouldn't there be easier ways to go get a black market transplant if you were the chief of police anyway yeah i'm just saying like rather than a convoluted plot like wait do you mean like instead of having a illegal like (laughs) like body organ harvesting um process where you lure tourists into your evil lair and cut out their you know kidneys or whatever without there might be an easier way probably (laughs) 
Well, or at least you could hire someone else to go lure them into. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, I have not watched the end of this. I just, <laughs> I'm just I mean, opinionating. I, once again, it's motivation. <laughs> like, I don't understand the motivation because if he really, like, if it really is because he wants to save his wife or whatever, mm-hmm. then why are we sex trafficking? Like, what? This yeah. is... Mm, we- you're a policeman. You don't destroy other people to save one person. Right. Or you do it like the good old fashioned way where you find someone who owes so much money, they're willing to like die to save their family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you kill them off that way so that you're not <laughs> foreclosing on the family. And you get organs that way. That yeah. sounds like a much simpler way rather than mass suicide or mass murdering people via organs and sex trafficking and then you know having a shootout in the hospital that you established and killing innocent nurses because that's definitely in character this wasn't the chinese ending i'm just saying i remember there was a train this (laughs) wasn't the ending okay yeah we're we're not done yet we're not even there yet because we had what looked like our ending Mm mm-hmm so we have the wedding, which I liked a yes. lot. Yep. We had happily ever after on its way. And mm-hmm. then we decided, oh no, we need to fast forward into the future. Like five years or so. And have the child of the snail and captain randomly meet up with Sen's child. Ugh. That was weird and awkward and, like, completely unnecessary. Which means Sen got married right after Vita did and had a kid the same time that she did. Like, that, and probably then they're on gonna purpose. Get... Like, hello, uh-huh. random girl, I'm going to impregnate you. So someday our children will meet up with the children I'm, like, stalking. <laughs> and we're going to, you know. Yeah. But, but no, no, no. That's not quite enough for an ending. No. No. <laughs> The final scene. Can I describe it? Yes, please. please do. Okay, so Vita and the captain are having breakfast in an open air porch, and their child is playing ball nearby, and she goes just a little too far, and the man in a black hoodie and a mask hands her her the ball and says, here, you need to give this back to your dad. Tell him that Luger says hi. He knows who I am. And then you look at his hand, and it's the scarred hand of his best friend who has already died in the captain's arms. Just, that's dumb why has he come back again so he's already died twice in the story and then to have him in the very final scene it was just like what so it just was... indicating that it's not over mm-hmm. that that there will be forever a luger kind of thing mm-hmm. but not his best friend his best friend died twice yeah his best friend was clearly dead so, in other words, Halloween 13. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Myers is coming back, and now we're in space. So, as far as what did I hate about the ending? Um, That. that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That and the, like, potential, like, love interest between Sen's kid and their kid. Like, I, that was just what? weird. That was weird. It was uh, weird. They're setting to redo... Um, what was the one that we loved where the serial killer's son falls in love with the girl that his dad murdered? Oh, come and hug me. Come and yeah, hug me. They're setting up to do a come and hug me. Yeah, maybe. Or a Thai version. A Thai version because they're already setting it up between these two kids. So, oh, but, oh, 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 but I Sen see. didn't murder anybody. Well, uh, yeah. oh, anyway, it's no. only a matter of time if we're <laughs> setting up a come and hug me. It's only a matter of time before Sen gets murdered. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's what I hated about the ending. Like right. this random, crazy, like what? To where we say, would we recommend this? Okay. So this is interesting because <laughs> as we've talked about it, like there are so many things that I was like, this is so st- dumb. Why are we doing this this way? What are we doing? And yet I still really liked it. I really loved their chemistry. I loved their relationship. There were a lot of crazy pants things happening, but like 
I don't know. I actually think I would recommend it, especially if you saw the other one and you're like, I kind of want to see what the Thai version would look like. So I'm going to say yes. And I actually have to agree. I'm usually a stickler about endings. I want them to make sense and I want them to fit the story. And this one made no sense whatsoever. And I still don't care. It was just a lot of fun to watch. I ended up binging it and I just adored it from beginning to end, even with the weirdness. I know we've taken it all apart. Ignore that because it actually is ignorable. And just pay attention to the story between Vita, between the captain with the entire team with uh Vito's brother and yeah his her relationship girlfriend. we didn't even really talk about that like yeah his relationship with her his relationship with with um the woman who's you know at the, at the bakery I mean mm-hmm. and the fact that like she gets taken hostage and so yeah. does he and I mean there are so many crazy pants things mm-hmm. despite all of that I actually still really liked it it worked somehow it worked yeah I don't know yeah. So, yeah, it sounds like we're bagging out. No, we're not. We're actually not. Yeah, we're pulling it apart because that's what we do. But it is actually worth watching. And so I highly recommend taking the time. You can find it on Tencent is where we watched it. I watched it on Yuku, I think. Yeah. No, it's WeTV. Oh, WeTV. WeTV. Okay. Okay, Tencent and WeTV have the same logo. I get them confused all the time. I think they're the same thing. Okay. But yeah. so Depending what app you're going on. So, you know, get yourself a one month of subscription and go watch this because you'll actually yeah. probably like it. Yeah. Watch it on WeTV and then go watch The Longest Promise, too, because um, that's on there, too. So, yeah. If you've already paid for the subscription, why not? Exactly. Binge we it. are here to help your drama addiction. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us. We would love to hear what you thought about this episode. And if you watched the Thai version of When a Snail Falls in Love, tell us about what you thought too. Did you agree with us? You can reach us on Twitter, on Facebook, or on our Patreon page. The links are in our show notes. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say. And we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than that.